Welcome to the Leadership Wiley series on suburban small business. In today's episode, I talk to Leadership Wiley Class 20 participant, Lisa Mangum. Lisa is a court administrator for the City of Wiley Municipal Court. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you. Are you excited to be on a podcast? <laughs> yes. Are you a podcast I'm listener? I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, a little nervous. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I, th- I feel like everybody, the feedback I've been getting is, um, people were nervous at the beginning, but at the end, they w- didn't know why they were nervous in the first place. So okay, if that it. makes you feel any better. Yes. Uh-huh. So I like to get started by getting to know what the core of you is. So what would you say makes Lisa, Lisa? Oh, gosh. Um, I would have to say my family, um, my kids and my my parents, my brothers, I'm really big on family. We spend a lot of time with each other every mm-hmm. weekend. I'm over at my parents' house. They live next door. And, oh, wow. Um, so that's that's something that's really important to me. And um, I would have to say that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then you said your kids, What? how old are they? They are 18 and 22. Is the yeah. 18-year-old still at home or is that a... <laughs> Uh, a yeah. left the roost 18 she, year old she is still at home she's a senior okay. in high school okay. and we're going through all the senior things right now oh and yeah getting ready for college she's really uh-huh. excited so awesome. yeah yeah and my 22 year old he's he lives in allen um in an apartment he's surprised me done really well i thought i'd have to kick him out at 40 and he's he's been doing well on his own so it's been good there you really go awesome. yeah yeah. Yeah. The reason I ask is I have an August birthday. So for the first week of college, when I was in college, I was technically 17. Yeah. And like when I'd go and play the intramural sports, they ask you to fill out the the waiver to say we won't sue them if we get hurt. And I, I had to front date it to my birthday because I don't think I could have legally signed for myself at 17. That's funny. <laughs> so I had to add a few days, but it was only an issue for like a week. So, <laughs> so what what brought you to Wiley? Um, so I actually live in Princeton. I grew up there and I, um, I have worked for courts for 22 years Mm -hmm. and started in, um, the city of Plano at the municipal court there. I found the job in a newspaper Mm -hmm. article, um, which you don't do very often anymore. Um, Yeah. I'm wondering if anybody can find jobs in a newspaper (laughs) anymore. I don't know. I used to be the whole thing. That yeah, that was like the revenue model was to sell classified ads and ads and stuff. And now it's very different. Yeah, I was um, I was working full time at Home Depot in McKinney um, as the front end supervisor, Mm -hmm. married and had a baby and wanted to try to find something that was uh, with a little better schedule than what retail is and didn't really know what to expect with court um, and applied, interviewed, I got the position and I loved it. And it's, it's something typically you either love it or you hate it. It's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and I spent two years in Plano, um, as just an entry level clerk and then moved to Allen and was promoted there, um, as a senior clerk position and then came to Wiley in 2011 um, as the court administrator. So and what that's took, what brought me here. Okay. So what took you, was it just opportunity that took you from Allen to Wiley? 
Yeah, opportunity and um, there's a there's a certification program mm -hmm. um, that uh, Texas Municipal Courts Education Center has for clerks. And um, the last level of certification is geared towards management. And that was something um, that I didn't have yet, but I was starting to work on um, before I moved up to this position. Gotcha. So you're you're um, so you grew up in Princeton and still live there. Yes. Yeah. How, um, have you ever, what's the furthest away or have you always lived in Princeton? So I, after high school, um, I lived in McKinney, um, had an apartment with a friend. I went to Collin County Community College for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I got married, I lived in, in McKinney with my husband there, my ex-husband, and was there for probably five years. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I had my daughter, my ex and I built a house next to my parents. We have about eight acres there. So oh, wow. moved back to Prin Princeton and both of my kids gone to school there. So, and it's been, it's been really great having them live next door to my, my parents and, and get that. So, yeah, I think I've, been touched on it a couple several times in this podcast of just the connection between kids and their grandparents is yeah. an important thing to have and also it's just nice to have an extra set of hands for me personally when we're at the one and three-year-old stage but even <laughs> once they get older just to have another set of um you know role models and and uh adults in their life that they can trust um i yeah. think is really important to have um absolutely yeah i i asked the question because at one point um I, so I went to school at University of Arkansas, but I've lived in Texas otherwise. And I refer to my years in Arkansas as my sabbatical from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you had a brief sabbatical to McKinney. Just and a then, brief, and yeah. Came, but, but you came right back. You got there as fast as you could, right? I did. Mm -hmm. There you yeah. go. So what made you want to join Leadership Wiley? Um, it's something that I've wanted to do since I've worked here. I just haven't, with things going on in court and and different things. Personally, I just haven't been able to do it. And it's something that, um, that I wanted to do to see what else I can learn about Wiley that I don't deal with on a daily basis. Um, we're always looking for things that, uh, that we can do from the court for the community to help out, um, especially for the youth, because we deal with a lot of juveniles. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to see if there were some things that, um, that we can find some services and different things to help out with that. Awesome. And has there, um, for, through the first two days, the third days this week, um, but the first two days, uh, what's something you've learned from leadership Wiley? Um, I enjoyed learning so much about the school district and the history. I didn't know a lot of those things and the scholarships and things that they do. And I thought that was really, really something neat. Um, so that was probably, I don't know, that was something that stands out for me right now so far. Yeah. And especially, I think it's probably especially impactful for you if you're seeing juveniles on the other end, not, yeah. you know, not <laughs> succeeding to see some yeah. that are. Um, sometimes we get too much of one thing and we start, it starts coloring our lens of the world and yes, need to see some success as well. Yes, absolutely. Have, have you had, um, a highlight other than learning about the, the schools? Um, 
I enjoyed um, the tour of the technical school at college college. I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've also enjoyed um, the, the stuff that we did on the first day yeah. um, with buzz. I thought that was, that's been a really good program. I'm excited to get through some more of that. You know, it's always good to reflect on yourself and mm-hmm. um, as a leader and things that you can work on and kind of refocus on. So was there anything surprising in your disc profile? Um, no, I've done some of that before. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, of course there's always some things where I think, Oh, I've, you know, stuff that we should have been working on and but yeah. yeah, no. Is there a day coming up that you're particularly looking forward to? Um, I'm excited about all of it. Um, I, I've really wanted to do this program, so I'm, I'm eager to get through. I wish they were once a week instead of yeah. that. It's, it works better for the schedule once a month, but for real, know, yeah. we need to do it once a week. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, like, oh, well, I, I, there's sometimes I feel that like, oh, it's already leadership Wiley again. And sometimes I feel like, man, when's the next one? Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> So you kind of told us about um, your journey to um, City of Wiley Municipal mm-hmm. Court, but how has you since you've been at you've been in City of Wiley for was it twelve years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So over over those twelve years, how has your role evolved there? So the court itself has grown. Um, of course, what we deal with it's it's going to come from the police department or other agencies. So it's our cases that are filed. Um, So that has changed a lot. Um, When I started here, there were only two other staff members and we have four other staff members now. So we've, we've almost doubled. Um, And we've experienced a lot of unusual things that most municipal courts don't ever deal with. Um, so we started, we started a traffic unit, which is very common. The police department did, um, but they also started handling commercial vehicle violations. Um, I don't know if you remember or heard anything about when any of that started, um, but there were some pretty bad accidents, um, involving commercial vehicles. And I think there were some deaths and the police department decided to incorporate that with the traffic unit. Um, and in doing that, some of those violations that come from those inspections are filed in our court. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some different type of uh, types of cases that we deal with that most municipal courts don't deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, overweight violations, some of them are federal laws, but they're classy misdemeanors, so they're handled through us. Mm-hmm. Um, some different procedures and stuff we have to do with that. Um, we also... Um, started handling truancy for Wiley ISD. Mm. When I started here, one of our associate judges worked for the uh, Justice of the Peace Court that used to be here in Wiley, and he handled all of their truancy there at that court. He was also our associate judge. Well, he retired from Collin County, and the school district still wanted him to handle those cases. So um, we agreed to take that on because they can be filed either in municipal court or JP court. Mm. And um, we went to council and we were able to 
um, to get a juvenile case manager position um, mm -hmm. who acts as a court clerk, but she's also um, focused specifically on juvenile cases and the truancy. Um, along with that, we were able to start the teen court program. Um, so that was really, all of that was really good. Um, a lot of the juveniles that we see in truancy, they also have other issues going on. Mm -hmm. So we would see them for something um, criminal, whether that's traffic or assault or smoking cigarettes at the school or whatever vapes now. Yeah. Um, but then they would also have truancy. So having that both together here has been better so that we can provide some better services um, for the kids to kind of get the help that they need to get back on the right path. Um, and the teen court program has been um, has been a really, really great opportunity for um, the students here in Wiley. We, we have some homeschool kids too, um, but also giving another opportunity for these kids um, to keep violations off of their, their record. Mm -hmm. Um, and not every municipal court has a teen court program or a juvenile case manager. So yeah. that's some other things that we were able to implement. Um, for me personally, the stuff that's, that I've seen over the last 12 years, you know, being able to implement some of these different programs and positions has been a good learning opportunity for me as a manager. And, mm -hmm. Um, and working in court. And then we also had the hell storm. And so I got to go through um, the process of handling that, you know, we had mm -hmm. cases that were destroyed from the weather that, um, that we had to send off and have them. Um, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for. Um, they had to be dried and and oh, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. fixed and whatever restored that's the word yeah. i was looking for mm -hmm. um so just dealing with some things from that that you know normally you would never deal with as a manager um and then also helping design and uh come up with a new building or a, a new courtroom and new mm -hmm. court offices and plan for the needs for the future growth and things like that mm -hmm. um so we had that that has been a really, really good learning experience for me. Um, and then COVID has, that was pretty crazy. Um, it changed things. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. We, yeah. We, um, the courts were all under Supreme court orders that were, so we kind of had to juggle what we were dealing with from the city, but mm -hmm. we were also juggling what we were dealing with from the Supreme court judge and what we had to do. Um, and we've implemented a lot of, um, uh, procedures, case processing to still keep things moving, um, mm -hmm. that we still do today because they've all, they, it's worked out so well. So, yeah. um, that has been, that has been a, a crazy learning experience, you know, for all courts too, but I can imagine. We, those Supreme Court orders were just lifted um, March of this year. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you still feeling any after effects of COVID or is things pretty much back to normal at this point? Um, not too bad. It, it hasn't been too bad. Um, our caseload is a little bit down still, but there's so many different things from that. Um the uh you know staffing issues and different things different challenges mm -hmm. but 
for the most part, I would say that there's not really much that we're dealing with with that. Yeah. I, I know in that period where everything was just on hold, just mm-hmm. filing up. Oh, yeah. And just like, yeah, we, uh... it, it was pretty crazy. We didn't, we couldn't issue warrants on anything. Uh-huh. And so we just had cases that were just kind of sitting yeah, and we didn't really do a whole lot with them. So yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So for, for novices like me, what would be the difference between municipal uh, municipal court and like justice of the peace, Collin County, that stuff? So municipal courts, we handle classy misdemeanors. Um, we do handle some other administrative things um, related to things that our judges do as a magistrate. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's classy misdemeanors, which are usually traffic violations. Your justice of the peace courts, they also handle that, but it's mostly civil stuff that they handle. So um, evictions, um, lawsuits for lower, lower amounts, civil lawsuits, Mm -hmm. um, abatements. um, Most truancy is handled through justice of the peace courts. Mm. Um, And then your call. Collin County or county courts, the district courts and things, they're going to handle the higher charges. So your A and B misdemeanors um, and then your felonies and stuff. Any, have you ever had any interest in doing one of those other types of courts or municipals where it's at for you? Um, It's, it's where it's at for me. It's, you know, the laws change every two years. So it's mm-hmm. always, there's always something changing. There's always some type of challenge um, and I enjoy it. I don't know. County's a little bit different, so I don't know if that's something that I would ever want to get into. But then the other side of that too, is the city itself, mm-hmm. um, working for the city of Wiley, like I, it, and working for other cities before this, it, Wiley's great. We still have, even though we've grown a lot, there's still that family, small town feel um we celebrated municipal court week last week and had lunch with all of our staff and with the city managers and stuff and you don't see that in other cities usually you don't interact with the city management very much at all you don't really know them so um that's something that wiley does really well for their employees i feel like so i don't think i would ever leave this city (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's good to know. Yeah. 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 As a, as a, as a citizen of the city of Wiley, it's good to know that we, we have people who are taking care of their people. Yeah. Um, cause it trickles down to us and yeah, it does, uh, makes things good. Have there been any, uh, challenges, new challenges that you've faced lately? Um, yeah. So when we um, moved back into this building uh, two years ago, we reopened the jail. The police department did. Mm-hmm. And the police department entered into some interlocal agreements with some of the surrounding cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murphy, Parker, Levon, Farmersville, Josephine, where the arrests that they make on, they're usually higher charges, um, mm-hmm. felonies and AB misdemeanors. Um, they bring them to our jail and our municipal court judges, um, 
serve as a county magistrate. So they perform all of those functions as that they'll do the arraignments and um, set bonds and things like that. So that has brought on um, a new set of procedures for us Hmm. and things that we have to do. A lot of the cases that come through that are domestic violence. There's Hmm. a lot of assaults. Um, so our judges will issue bond conditions or emergency protective orders and our judges still have jurisdiction over those until the case is actually filed with the county courts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can take six months. It can take a year before all of that's kind of, you know, they finish their investigation, everything's filed with the county DA's office, and then the case is assigned to a court there. So while that person is under those bond conditions and an emergency protection order, if they violate those for any reason, they're going to come back and see our judge. Or uh, we get a lot of requests to modify or remove emergency protection order. Mm. They decide they want to make things work and get back together and whatnot. Mm. So we have a lot of administrative hearings for those. So that's kind of been a challenge because we have to um the somebody from the district attorney's office with Collin County is involved. Um usually one of the investigators from the police department is involved. So we have to coordinate all those different schedules and our judges' schedules and mm-hmm. and have hearings for those that we normally we don't deal with. So the the jail has definitely been um some new challenges and some new things that we're dealing with here. So yeah that's yeah because we did the um Tallinn county jail tour mm-hmm. um as a part of leadership wiley last year and that that was just the whole jail on the on the county side was just fascinating like yeah just because my only uh my only thankfully my only experience is through <laughs> movies yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so it was that was jail was very interesting. Yeah. And now I can say I've been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all tour the jail here at the Wiley Police Department? So the city of Wiley Day, I was the one day I missed. So oh, okay. that's the real reason I'm a a, a uh, um liaison this year is so I can make up that oh, one day. Okay, that's good. among other reasons but that is one that i wanted to make sure i I make up that day because i i missed out but i had already booked a cruise so i think it was i think it was a cruise yeah that i was like yeah i'm not i'm not missing that so yeah i think i would rather do that too so what what are y'all focused on right now um so right now we actually are working on implementing um imaging for all of our cases. So it's it's been a project that's taken a little bit longer than I anticipated, but it's something um, for the last several years that, that I've wanted to work on. Um, it's a lot of paper that's involved with court cases, and there's a lot of um, technology and software available to yeah, I don't think we would ever be completely paperless. The terms that we kind of use now are paper light. So um, we have all the software and we're we're in the middle of kind of getting things set up 
um, and tweaked so that our processes work right. And that's mm -hmm. something we hope to have done um, by the end of this calendar year. So by the end of December, um, so that our our cases that we have are, are going to be all electronic mm -hmm. um, to save on some paper and um, make it easier to keep track of some things. So yeah. that's kind of the big thing we're focusing on right now. Um, we're fully staffed. We've, um, we have, we have gone through some staff turnover in the mm -hmm. last year, um, people promoted and moved to different departments in the city and stuff. So mm -hmm. we're fully staffed. We have a really great team right now. And, um, our juvenile case manager is some do doing some new things, um, with our juveniles. She became certified through the American Lungs Association to teach a class, um, for the kids that are being charged with uh, vaping. Mm -hmm. um, so to give them, you know, a lot of these classes are online or they have to go to Plano or somewhere for her. So mm -hmm. um, she's able to do that here in the yeah. courtroom and there's no cost. So um, she's been working really hard on that, doing some really good things. And, yeah. and that's about it right now. Yeah. The, uh, the first technology project that I've ever, that I hear that's uh, was shorter than expected <laughs> yeah. would be the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time a technology project is taken undertaken, it's necessary most of the time. And it typically just takes longer than anybody wants it to. Yeah. And it's just, just part of it. I was a, I was a, um, auditor for, uh, six years, uh, in, in accounting and several of the hospitals that we would audit uh, went under, did um, accounting software updates during that mm -hmm. time. And I don't think there was a single one that afterwards they were like, yeah, everything went great. No, yeah. no problems at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, I mean, it's their bug. There's going to be bugs, but we upgrade for a reason because we, you know, there's like you said, getting off of paper, or getting to paper light versus paper full. Yeah. And, you know, if this was, if everything was electronic back in, was it 2016, then having to get files restored wouldn't have been as much of an issue yeah. and things like that. So they have yeah. their, they definitely have their upsides, but it doesn't come without uh, a little, a little bit of pain in between. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh man. Um, hmm. The worst. I don't, I don't know that I've really been given bad advice on anything. Um, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I have at some point or another, but I don't think anything significant that really sticks out for me. Nothing that you're just um, like not listening yeah, to that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really big on, you know, if you do something, you make a mistake or it could have been better than you just, you learn from it, do the best you can and, yeah. and on. So iterate, you just change it and change what you're doing and move forward. Can't, yeah. can't do anything about it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So we'll we'll move on from uh, court talk and we'll okay. go into learning more about Lisa. So what's something about you that surprises people? Um, probably that, I mean, you can kind of see some in the background here that I love sharks. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that was my dream job. I, oh, I yeah? swim with sharks and study sharks. Yeah. I wanted to be a marine biologist and swim with the great white sharks. They're my favorite. Yeah. Have you, have you done that? I have not. I have not. I told, I told my kids, you know, now they're both almost through school and older. (laughs) I have a cousin that wants to go cage diving with the great white sharks. And so Uh we, we've, we've been planning that. So probably in the next few years, that'll be something, something that I'll do. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. My, my son really likes sharks mostly because of baby shark, but, uh, (laughs) but really, really enjoys. There's a lot of shark talk in our house. Yeah. That mine started from jaws. when I Okay. Was a kid and... Most kids say, Oh my God, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. want, <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere close to sharks. And you're like, yeah. I need to know more. Uh huh. I loved all those movies. And, and that, I think I was probably, Oh gosh, I was little, little when that obsession started and, so All through, through school, if we did research papers or science projects, it was all about sharks. We went to the library. I checked out all the shark books. And so, yeah. Yeah. So it'd probably be pretty hard to be a marine biologist in Princeton, though, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a big scaredy cat when it comes to movies, like scary movies. <laughs> They have, they do their thing and they scare me. Um, and I, I do a lot of watching through my fingers or, <laughs> or I'm the annoying guy who like talks through the movie to like rationalize with myself. It's not real. It's not real. And just kind of like, oh, they're so stupid. Why would they go through that door? <laughs> um, and so, so the fact that you watch Jaws and we're like, oh, yeah, sharks are I cool. Uh-huh. I yeah, do that is like the opposite movies. of how I would react <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, what's other than sharks, what's something that you're passionate about? Oh gosh. I mean, I would have to go back to my family. Um, my dad's from a big family has 11 brothers and sisters. Oh wow! Yeah. So growing up, um, we were always, especially during the summer, we were always doing some kind of family reunion or just, you know, get togethers and stuff. Um, and my, I have two brothers and we're really close. They live in the area too. Awesome. And we're at my parents at least once every week, every weekend with all yeah. the grandkids and everybody. And, um, I think it's really important mm-hmm. and I've really tried to instill that with my kids and, and I For think sure. they get that. And, um, yeah, we, um, my mom is from Odessa Okay. and, so growing up, my grandparents, the only grandparents I had were her parents because my dad's, they had passed away before I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so we only got to see them about once a year, you mm-hmm. know, Odessa, it's a pretty, it's a pretty far drive. Yeah. Um, but we moved them here um, in 20, I think it was 2013. 
Hmm. And they've both since passed away just within the last year. They were 98 and 96. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. So, yeah, that it's, and they lived with my parents. Um, They moved out here when they started having some health issues and not terrible, but, you know, they, they were here for a while and my kids got to, got to know them really well and spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time with them. And um, so that's, that's been something really great. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. I, so growing up, it was uh, me and my, I have two sisters and then we have, you know, I, I was lucky enough to meet all of my grandparents. Um, They've all since passed away, but um, they, but my mom has one brother um, and my dad has one sister. And so we never had a huge family because neither of them had kids until um, I think my cousin, my, so I have twin cousins on one side and then I have uh, a boy cousin on the other and the boy cousin is younger than my son. <laughs> and the, uh, the twins are like 20 years younger than me. So we, so growing up, it was just us. And like, like anytime we'd go to the grandparents' house, we were, we were the grandkids. Yeah. So it was an interesting experience, um, getting married. Um, and, uh, my wife is one of four. Um, and then, um, her dad is one of four. Um, and so there, and then they all had kids. So like, her granny's Christmas was uh, a rockin' party. Uh, <laughs> whenever we get together and do do a Christmas celebration or Thanksgiving celebration, and it was just different than our normal. Like the, the three of us and the, all the grandparents come to our house, and um, <laughs> it was uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was just very different than my my experience growing up. So I can imagine if your if your dad had eleven brothers and sisters, that's uh constantly a party. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, definitely was. And, um, they're kind of scattered throughout Texas too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is actually the only, um, the only one that's still alive. Oh, okay. And yeah. He's 83, oh, but wow. all the cousins and stuff, most of them were still pretty close with, um, yeah. and talk to them a lot. So like one of them, um, lives some of them live in Odessa and my mom and I have a girls trip planned to Disney World. Oh nice. Um, and the first week in December with a couple of those cousins. So yeah, we're all still pretty close. It's it's neat. Yeah. What what uh wh- why Disney World? My mother loves Disney World yeah. and we took her for the first time when she um turned 70. And absolutely loves it. She's a retired first grade teacher. So she's, you know, she's all about that kind of thing. Yeah. And she, um, it's been pretty hard on her losing her parents Yeah. and a lot of stuff. My grandmother had dementia. And mm-hmm. so it's been, it's been a hard, hard last year or two. And we just decided a couple of weeks ago, you know, she was kind of having a hard time and, um, She's like, I just want to go to Disney World. And I said, well, let's just, let's see if we can do it. And and so we, we figured it out and we're going to go. I want to take her as long as I can. And yeah, absolutely. she still wants to go. So that's awesome. And it's fun. I, I enjoy it. I've been, um, 
my kids are all, they're both, they were in band. My daughter's still in band. So I've been on several band trips to Disney World. And stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite park? Oh, gosh. Um, there's different things at each park. I yep. love the fireworks at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. um, with the castle and stuff. Uh, and then Epcot, there's some rides there that I enjoy. Um, Soren, have you been? I have, yeah. Yeah. So I went as a kid, and then a few years ago, um, on a on a separate trip, we met a couple who lived in Orlando, and one of them worked for Disney. So we went and visited. This was pre kids, but we went and visited them and went to Epcot and Animal Kingdom yeah. uh, one day, um, and just hung out for the weekend with them. It was it was fun. Yeah. So yeah, I I we did Soren. I did that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm not a huge roller coaster person. Oh. So like the um the roller coasters scare me, but like I could do Soren. I was still kind of freaked out, but I did that. <laughs> I was I did the Avatar ride despite being pretty freaked yeah. out by that as well. Oh, uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I did like Disneyland probably four or five years ago. And it was just me and her. And she really wanted to wa- uh ride, I think it was uh Space Mountain. Um, oh yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing it. So she got to, <laughs> she got to line up in the uh, the single occupant line though. Oh. So she got right right on and right through. And yeah, yeah, I'm more of a um, the ride made for little kids. Yeah, those are my <laughs> more of my speed. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I love the roller coasters too. They're oh fun. man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, again, scaredy cat. <laughs> yeah, my favorite one is probably at. Um, Universal Studios mm-hmm. in Orlando. The um, it's one of the Jurassic Park ones. Oh, okay. How what it's called? I think it's the Raptor one or something. It sounds like, that. like a roller coaster name. Bend you upside down. The Raptor. Really fast. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so much fear. <laughs> um. So you mentioned you mentioned being a band mom. Yeah. Were were you a band participant when you were in high school? Yes. Okay. So is I was. Uh what what instrument did you play? I played the flute. Okay. And uh, my senior year I was on the um color guard too. Okay. And then yeah. what do your kids play now? Or played they're, or play? They're both percussion. Um ooh, 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 yeah. Ooh. I was on drum yeah. too. I've I have enjoyed that so much with both of them. Yeah. Um, my daughter plays the snare. She's the awesome. lead snare right now. Oh, she nice. played bass drum her freshman year, which is yeah. funny. She's about five two and uh-huh. little bitty. So that was funny seeing her with that bass drum. Yeah. And then she's also um in jazz band. So she, oh, nice. she plays the drum set in jazz band. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably something else. I'm real involved in the band boosters and have been on the board for that. I'm the president right now. There you go. And it's, um, it's Four a lot more years, a lot of Four work. More years. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been involved with the boosters for the last eight years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun and it's really neat to, to watch the kids bands a really, really neat program for kids this yeah. not just the music but the discipline and um 
the camaraderie and uh, some of these kids that don't necessarily fit in mm-hmm. in school and different things. And yeah. they're all a big family and support each other. And that's that's been really neat to watch with these kids. Yeah. And I when I participated, it was some of these kids who refused to exercise. Like yeah. they would do marching and they would do that. And some of them lost weight just by doing marching band, which, you know, is, it's just good to be active and tire our muscles out and stuff. Mm So, um, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed my band experience. I was on drum line for, I played, I did bass drum, um, was bass drum for, I was the smallest one in the, in my freshman year. And then after that, um, I went to the biggest one, um, and stayed there for three years. So that was fun. Um, have fun, very fond memories of band and all my best friends from high school were all band nerds. So yeah. it yeah. was a good time and would recommend. Yes, definitely. So are you going to miss being in the, involved with the band boosters next year? I, it's been a big part of your life for eight years. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to find a new hobby or something. It's, um, it's like having a second job. I, I really enjoy it, but I'm kind of tired. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm giving um, you permission to take at least a couple years off before finding yeah. something else. Go but, dive with the sharks and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I still have some, um, I've made some really good friends. Um, some of the other band parents and mm-hmm. some that still have kids in school. Um, so I'm sure that I'll go back and, and help out every now and then, but not, not to the extent that I do right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, so one of the things I like to do is get a question from the previous guest and they don't know who they're asking it to. Um, and the question is, what is the hardest part been about staying in your current company? And we can just, uh, generalize that to staying in the court system. Sure. Um, so let's see I've got to think about how I think I may have talked a little bit about this um but this has probably been the hardest thing for me um that I've had to deal with working at all in anything and it's been within the court um I learned a lot from it um it was probably one of the most challenging things that I've experienced um wouldn't recommend it to anyone at all. Um, so we, there was a lawsuit that was filed in, uh, the federal court that was against me, the former city manager. And I can talk about this because it's all, it's all done. It's all public record. Um, yeah. Um, it was me, the city manager, um, the city, the city attorney, and it was from our former prosecutor. Um, he had worked, with the city for, I think it was about 20 years, um, when this all happened and this all happened right before COVID. Mm. Um, the lawsuit was for, um, age and race discrimination, hostile working environment. Um, there was a big investigation done and we ended up at usually when there's a lawsuit, typically the parties will settle in mediation outside of court. Well, we actually went to trial. Yeah. Um, things went on for a good three years and the trial was in federal court. Um, 
the trial was seven days and I had to testify for a day and a half. Um, and it's, you know, be, working in the court system and then going to a federal court, that's like, you know, oh gosh. And, and here I am having to testify and I'm the mm -hmm. one that's, you know, in the hot seat, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so the, everything was unfounded. It was a jury trial and it was a long, brutal process. Um, but, and he was suing for like a million dollars or something, mm -hmm. I mean, something ridiculous like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, we won, he did not win the trial. The jury found us not guilty of everything. Um, we had all kinds of evidence and then the people that testified and everything. So it, it was difficult. Um, we still had to work with that person for a, a couple of years going through all of that. That was really hard. Mm -hmm. uh, it was hard for me as a manager because, I couldn't fix the problem and staff still had to work with this person. And it was, it was a lot. Um, but we made it through it and, um, we made some changes for some different things, you know, that came up, but it's, so it, it was, it was a hard experience, but there were some things that we did learn from it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we, there were some things we learned and we fixed and, um, processes and things like that but that was probably the hardest the hardest thing yeah, yeah i can i can imagine why there there was some there were some things brought up about um contracts and stuff because he had been mm. here for for so long so there were some things that we were able to put in place for for future growth and future things related to that that was that was good so yeah so having uh had that experience in terms of having to go to federal court has that did that change how you kind of did that change any of your daily operations in terms of you personally um like i guess in terms of understanding what people who are having to go to court are going through <laughs> um probably a little bit i i mean and that's something for us that and it's something that i always try to to reiterate with staff when they're new and working for the court is that the people that you deal with on a daily basis, they, they don't know anything about the court system. It's probably their very first experience and they don't know the terminology. They don't know um, the processes. And so it's very important to make sure that when you're talking to them and providing options that, that you try to put yourself in their shoes and, and really understand that. Um, so I've kind of already had some of that, you know, instilled um, it, that, that federal, it was the federal court in Sherman and they were great. The judge was great. The people were great. Um, so that, you know, in itself was kind of neat to, to see and experience mm -hmm. um, all of our, one of the things that, gosh, I don't know, some of the stuff. So our emails were one of the things that were used as evidence. And so that's one of the things that um that I had that I've I've learned with my emails to make sure. And it wasn't anything bad, but one of the things that came up when I was on the stand, um, I had sent an email to my supervisor about being upset 
about the situation mm-hmm. and eating milk duds <laughs> and crying. <laughs> and that was brought up during the trial. So, you know, that's something that is kind of silly, but now like I, I don't email anything like that. <laughs> so more importantly, do you still eat milk duds? I, I, I really don't. It's really funny because that was one of my favorite favorite candies to eat yeah and i still like them but i mean i had i had boxes of milk duds and i ate a lot of milk duds in that three-year period i would if i took a break at work i would go on a walk behind city hall and i'd carry a box of milk duds with me and eat them so um it was hard i really you know i had to keep um my composure during a lot of that and it was really really difficult um but you know it's it's good it all turned out good well good has there is there a candy that's replaced milk duds in your life or a food oh um let's see probably hershey kisses i'm kind of stuck on those yeah it's it's weird i didn't really like those i mean i liked them but it wasn't like oh i need some of that so yeah yeah. so you just got rid of the whatever's in the middle of a milk dud. I don't even yeah. know what it is. <laughs> yeah. The car, um, whatever that is. Yeah. 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 So do you, uh, uh, now I'm giving, turning the floor to you. Do you have a question for me? Yes. Um, what, where's your favorite place to eat in Wiley? Mm. I'm, uh, indexing all the restaurants in my head right now. <laughs> Um, um, we, Kimberly and I went to Creekside recently and that was really, really good. And it's close to our house. So, um, it was a good date, date night spot for us and, uh, the food was really good and not. Not something I think we can get anywhere else in Wiley. So um, we'll go with with that for for date reasons. Another good date place was Napoli's. We did that before as well. So I'll say those two. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been there yet. I've heard okay. that it's really good though. Yeah, it was it was really good. What about you? Um, right now I would have to say Ballard Street. Okay. We- yeah. So some of us try to go to lunch at least once a week awesome. uh, when we have court and um, we try to hit some of the different places in Wiley, but I really like Ballard Street. I love their fried bologna sandwiches because you can't really get those at very many places anymore. So, yeah, and I enjoy the atmosphere. Um, there's a country song that talks about fried bologna sandwiches. And Probably. All, all, all I have in my head is, Fried bologna sandwich with mayo <laughs> and tomato. Uh huh. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. Uh, I believe that's a Tim McGraw song. Is it? Hold on, I'm getting to the chorus in my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's uh. And for all that blue, and you said I'm down with that. That meant you had a clue. I miss back when that's what I think it's called oh, by Tim McGraw. Okay. I think I know which one you're talking about. I'll have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, 
have, what have you been reading, watching, or listening to lately? Oh gosh. Um, I love to listen to music. So I don't, I don't have, um, I have a TV, but I don't have any cable or anything mm. like that. Uh, the internet is really, really bad where I live. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've, I've been divorced for a couple of years and stayed in the house next to my parents. And mm. so after that, I did away with the cable and all that stuff just to save money. And um, it's worked out good because you know, I don't, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I do watch a lot of TikTok, which is probably, you know, that's kind of my downtime when I go okay, home. Let's, I have let's, time. Let's pause on that. What's, <laughs> what are the main things in your TikTok feed? Cause it's oh, different for everybody. It, it is very different. Um, there's some animal, animal, some animal TikToks. Okay. Um, let's see what else is it? There's a lot of ads right now. They've really uh, trying to sell all the different things, the TikTok shop that gets on my nerves. Hmm. Um, and probably just kids and babies and just the funny stuff like that. I, I enjoy Get bloopers. Um, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the, um, oh, let's see. Oh my gosh. My brain is not working. Um, the positive, um, like just the stuff that comes through with the words and the music and, yeah. um, motivational quotes, motiv- motivational. That's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, a lot of those come through. I enjoy those. Yeah. Uh, I just I spent love- the weekend. I just spent the weekend at a Tony Robbins conference. So I'm all pumped up on oh, motivational quotes right now. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, you know, and I've, I, I've really enjoyed it for, for that stuff. Um, It makes me laugh and I can kind of unwind with that Mm -hmm. instead of watching a TV show or something. Not that I didn't enjoy some TV shows, but I love to listen to music. Um, I listen to music when I get up in the morning and Mm. sometimes at work and on the way home from work. And I listen to all different, different genres. So is there a top three? Um, top three would probably have to be some nineties grunge. Okay. Alternative. Nice. Um, and country, all okay. of it. Um, I listen to a lot of country, um, some rap, depending on my mood. I like to listen to some Eminem. So it's, there you go. <laughs> it's kind of all over the place. That is all over the place, but I love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you different moods call for different, yeah, different occasions. So yeah, that, that's understandable. Um, what would your advice be to someone who's uh, entering the court system in some way, shape, or form? Um, as a citizen, yes, or someone that's okay as a citizen. Um, I would tell them to make sure that they ask a lot of questions. Uh, don't be afraid. It's not um, it's not as scary and it's not as complicated as a lot of people make it out to be. Um, we can't give legal advice to people. Right. That's sometimes hard. Um, but we will give them the information that they need and uh, the help that they need to make sure 
um, that they're, even though we can't make the decision for them, but we mm -hmm. want to make sure that we're giving them everything they need to make the best decision for them. Um, and there's a lot of options available for people. It's, it's not a, it's something to help them do better next time. It's not something to um, put a strain on their financials situation mm -hmm. or um, an immediate, you know, you're going to have a conviction on your record and that will affect so many other things. So um, just ask a lot of questions and, and don't be afraid. Awesome. Have you ever had to serve on a jury? Um, I or have had the not. pleasure to, I, I worded I, that as if it's a horrible thing to do. I have not. I have, I have been summonsed and been to Collin County twice and had to sit through the Vordire process once where okay. they ask the questions and things like that, but mm -hmm. I've never been selected to sit on one. I How have. Yes. I, yeah. a few years ago, I sat on a jury in Dallas County. Um, oh. and it was, a, will say a one plus day trial in that we came back that morning and essentially they read the verdict <laughs> and we left again. <laughs> um, or I think there was like basically closing arguments and then we yeah. we uh um what's it called we met Delivering. made our decision and uh and then we were done so it was very i like people are like oh jury duty which yeah. honestly like the scheduling is kind of inconvenient because it kind of comes out of nowhere and you're like ah dang it um yeah. But honestly, the process was fascinating, and I think everybody should serve, try and serve on a jury at least once because it's just a, just a very, it, I mean, you just get to learn how court works, and it's just, yeah. especially if you can do one that's just like a, a day long trial and not yeah. like a month long trial. So yeah. it was just enough for me to be like, oh, that was this was interesting, and not <laughs> enough for me to be like, I never want to go back. Like, this has been too much, so. I'm I'm glad I was in a civil case and not a criminal case though. Yeah. I'll be honest. So we thank you for going and doing that because it's um, you know, which all of ours are they're classy misdemeanors. So they're typically gonna be half a day, a mm -hmm. day at the most that you're gonna spend here. But mm -hmm. um we do get a lot of no shows yeah. for jury service. So it 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 can make it difficult. So yeah, we really appreciate um, the people who do show up and, and, and want to do that. So. Yep. It was, uh, like I said, it's, yeah, it's not something you were planning on doing, but yeah. it is a civic duty that we should all uphold. And it is interesting if you end up on the jury. So yeah, it's all about perspective. You're yeah. just hope you're on the jury and it makes everything better. And then if you don't get it, you're like, ah, dang it. I wish I was on a jury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, last questions, a real softball. If, uh, if something resonated with people today, uh, where can they get in contact with you? Um, with me mm -hmm. personally. Okay. Um, they can reach me at work, uh, through my email, lisa.mangum at wileytexas.gov. Or my phone is 972-429-8081. Um, and then my cell is 972-658-2534. Awesome. Well, Lisa, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, I'll see you on Thursday. All right. Thank you.